This is Rhema for Today. But he picked out the most important thing that he needed, and he zeroed in on that. If you want to receive from God tonight, pick out the most important. I mean, we all got needs. I mean, we got a list 14 miles long, and then we run out of paper, so we had to just quit writing. And did you know what? Every day that you live, your needs will become more. That's right. But God is sufficient to supply all of your needs. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan's teaching, Don't Let Your Miracle Pass You By. Somebody said, well, there goes a, there goes a nurse, or there goes a doctor. How do they know? They don't know who they are. How do they know they're a nurse? Huh? Uniform. There's a policeman. There's a fireman. There's a medic. Uniform. And we picked that up. That's, you can trace that through the centuries. That, that, that went all the way through. Go back into the Rome and you find out that the Roman senators wore a special kind of a robe designated that they were, they were a Senate member of the Roman government. Centurions wore a special kind. kind they, had a, they had their armor like the other guys did, but they had a special kind of helmet with a special designation on that helmet that designated that they were a leader. Our army today... The uniform may look close to the same, but there's special recognition, special insignias you look for that tells you that this individual, he is a peon and this guy is a captain. Right? And casting away his garments. Boy, now this is what I begin to get excited over. He had garments that said, I'm a beggar, I'm blind. He advertised with those. But I want you to notice that he cast them aside and he left them there when he went to Jesus. He wasn't going to need them anymore. Not only did he have faith to cry out, but he had his faith was his action was his faith talking. He left those garments right there on the side of the road. It doesn't say anything about him going and picking them up either. It said he began to follow Jesus in the way. Now, I want you to notice here, then Jesus asked him a direct question. What is it that you want? Verse 51. He asked a straight question. He expected an exact answer. Now Jesus is still asking us today through the power of God what we want. But we're not receiving because our answer is almost in a riddle sometimes. And then many times we 
name so many things we want. That the list gets so long and we never zero in on anything. Now, let me bring this a little more vividly to your attention where you can really understand what I'm saying. How many parents do I have in here? All right. How many people in here have parents? <laughs> I got some of you awake anyway. I mean, uh, and there's some of you that don't know whether you have parents or not. <laughs> now, you remember about Christmas time, you start talking about, you know, when you were a kid or if you have children, they'll start talking about, well, I'd like to have this and I want this and I want that and I want the other and I want this. And then it gets down toward Christmas and time to really start buying and you stop that child and you say, what do you really want? Anybody do that besides me? Anybody ever had your mother or father stop you and say, what do you really want? You ever had that happen to The reason is because you were going so hard and fast that they couldn't pick up on any of it. And they wanted to know what you really wanted so they could provide it for you. Jesus asked this man, what do you want? Now, this man was a beggar, it says so right here. And he was blind. If a beggar in that day and time meant what a beggar means today, and it did, that's where we got the term from in the first place, that meant he didn't have nothing. Well, you know, he could have started out, well, I need clothes, I need money, I need a house, I need a donkey to ride on. Why are you saying donkey? Because that was one of the best forms of transportation you could get in that particular time. It's better than a horse because you could ride it as well as use it as a beast of burden. In fact, in that day, in that day and time, a, a good beast of burden was as valuable as a good horse. You go study your history, you find that out. And he could have started naming things, boy. You know, I mean, he he had a lot of needs. But he picked out the most important thing that he needed and he zeroed in on that. If you want to receive from God tonight, pick out the most important. I mean, we all got needs. I mean, we got a list 14 miles long and then we run out of paper so we had to just quit writing. And did you know what? Every day that you live, your needs will become more. right. But God is sufficient to supply all of your needs. But zero in on those that you need the most, take care of them, and then just go down the line. This man, he figured that he needed his sight worse than he needed anything else. Now let's be logical and let's, let, let, let's do a little deduction here. Little logical deduction. If he's got eyes and he can see, then more than likely he can do some kind of work to earn a little bit of money to get him some food 
to get him some lodging, to get him some clothing. Do you understand? You see, he needed that sight worse than he needed anything else. Because he could help produce some of the other. And this day and age, we got people going holler, going around hollering, oh, quit my job and live by faith. Baloney, as we say, Texas, where I come from, with a capital B. You don't quit your job and starve by faith. Occasionally, and I say occasionally, that means not very often, if ever. God might speak to somebody. But if I read the word of God right, it says that we are to work and take care of our families and to provide for them. And if we don't, we're worse than infidel. It's what the Bible says. I didn't say it. And you got a lot of people running around, hollering, I'll quit my job, I'm living by faith. Their kids are starving to death. They can't pay their bills. They're repossessing their house, their car. They ain't got no food in the refrigerator. They ain't got nothing to eat. Oh, I'm, I'm living by faith. Baloney. And I'm going to get a little harder than that. That's a stench in the nostrils of God. Because that's contrary to what his word says. Oh, don't get as many excited amens on this, do I? How in the world I ever get off on that? I was talking about believing God and having faith. And there's a lot of people that are doing that. But he cast aside his garments, demonstrating his faith, and he came to Jesus. He wanted a straight answer. And he said, I want to see. Jesus just said, Thy faith has made thee whole. I mean, that's all it was to it. Simple. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan, Casting All of Your Cares Upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's $6.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
888-784-1510. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, guess what happens in just a little over a week? Oh, Christmas lights. <laughs> Christmas lights. Rainbow lights are going on in the park, and there will be over two million, million lights on this campus. All on over. this campus, park. yes. But the park where oh, you walk through, guys. walk across that bridge with that canopy of lights that are all set to music, and then as you're walking across over to your left on the on the hillside there yes. is all the all all the lights all set to the music. It's just fantastic. Then you can drive around the campus or walk around it. Or uh, there's a guy that comes in with his horses and carriages yes. and he sets up over in the corner over there and you can take a carriage ride. That's right. Hey, it all starts at about six o'clock on Wednesday night, November the 27th, and it runs until. 11 o'clock on January the 1st, That's 11 right. o'clock that night, p.m. You know, some people may say, why do you light up the campus at Christmas? Well, Jesus is the light of the world. Yeah. And we just let this be just a, a sign that Jesus is the light of yeah. the world. Hey, you, you, you want to come and see it. They come from all over Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, all over. I see, I see church buses and I see buses with uh, Kansas license yes. tags and and Arkansas and Missouri and Texas and Texas yes. uh, people come to see the lights in fact my son said and I don't know I don't keep up with that stuff but he said they have been voted in the in the one of the top 10 best light displays in in the in the United nation States. so yes. praise yes. the lord amen yes. so you need to come and see him and then right after that you can join uh, in the Rama Bible Church for our oh, power. That's right. right. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagin's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin.